SEO is AO, welcome to the show, Will Critchlow. Thank you, good to be on here, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> oh, that's a pity, you were warned as well. I was warned. Lovely to meet you, thank you for being on the show. Um, I'm going to start off just by introducing you a little bit, Will Critchlow, basketball player. Just still, yes. Just Cre still. Knees creaking and groaning, but uh, still, still doing my best. Yeah. You were at Cambridge playing basketball? Well, yeah, yes. Because yeah. yes. I remember seeing you a few years ago, and so I thought, well, if he plays basketball, he must be much taller than I remember. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was never... Uh, I've always felt quite short because I hang out with guys who are you know, at least six inches taller than me, but yeah. uh, no, I mean, English basketball is not necessarily all seven-footers. Okay, you're one of the Harlem Globetrotters who kind of bounces and gets picked up it's by It's all about mates. the talent, something like that. Oh, no, right. that, that's also not true. <laughs> Let's move on to true things. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a drum in time, Isle of Arran, age 15. Yes. You're selling before it's matured. Well, actually, uh, that's done. We, we finished. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, we made it and we're drinking it and it's, uh, it's great. So, yes, yeah, so we're, we're whiskey fans, Mike. Uh, oh, I, I was, was going to get in on the club. Oh, no, well, it's, I mean, but you can have a dram next time, you, oh, uh, next time you, you, you're, you're <laughs> in the area because uh, we've, got, we've got some in the office, obviously. So, uh, yeah, so th this actually had nothing to do with distilled, despite the name distilled, uh, you know, sounding like we're into whiskey. I'm going to sound really stupid. I hadn't even seen the connection. Well, so uh, the, we can rewrite history and say that there was some connection, <laughs> but, but genuinely there were just different things. Uh, but it did happen to be with, uh, with Duncan, my, my co-founder uh, at Distilled. And actually, and his father, uh, the three of us, yeah, we bought a cask of whiskey uh, when it was newly distilled, aged it uh, for 15 years, and then yeah. bottled it. And oh, okay. um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun. Uh, it was it was a little business venture, but it, it was really more about. Oh, did you actually make money out of it? Well, no, I mean, or just it, we broke even, I think. <laughs> but but we got a lot of we kind of broke even and got a lot of whiskey. So. It paid for itself, I guess. Is the, That's is, winning is, on is both sides. Uh, and they're yeah. applauding your great success. I think applauding somebody else. But yeah, the, uh, we're, we're kind of whiskey fans, so it was, it was fun to see the process end to end. Super. Right, well, I'm a whiskey fan, and I will... One day, we'll share a dram. Gladly accept yes. the dram. Right, on to serious stuff. Uh, what do you do when SEO and CRO, I can't even say it, conflict? Um, SEO A-B testing, tell me all about it. I don't know anything. Okay, so this is something that we've been getting heavily into at Distilled. Um, anybody who follows me on Twitter or reads the stuff I write has seen that this is a thing I've been banging on about. And uh, we got into it because we saw that telling what's going to be good for a website in SEO terms is really hard, <laughs> right? And uh, surprising, even more hard than, than we thought it was. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, in the talk I gave uh, today, I was taking people back to some uh, work I did in 2016 or so, where I, um, I was surveying people. So I was studying, uh, giving people tests and quizzes and so forth, and essentially finding that even search professionals with three plus years experience were no better than a coin flip when it came to saying, is this a good idea or not? Is this changing? Oh, okay. So this is unfortunate for those of us. You're not talking about me. Well, all of us, oh, everyone. Like, no, no, nobody's good at this, it turns out, uh, uh, in, the, in the kind of laboratory environment. And so you we said, tell my um, clients. well, so we can still do things that it turns out, well, whatever, we'll get into that. But point being, uh, we wanted to, to do better. Yeah. So, so we said, okay, can we do some testing? And there, you know, there was some discussion of some of the tech companies who are doing this kind of thing. Pinterest had written something. Mm. Uh, um, you know, we know that TripAdvisor does it. Uh, there's a bunch of these kind of people are doing it in-house. Yeah. Uh, we said we want to be able to do this for our clients, but obviously uh, they're not all going to build split testing capabilities into their own websites. So, so we built a platform, which became the optimization delivery network, the, o the ODN, and that essentially allows us to do SEO A-B testing, which is uh, 
similar kind of statistics to conversion rate testing, but instead of splitting the audience, with, so with conversion rate testing, you know, you'd have your hypothesis, you take your uh, control group and show it to some people, and you take your uh, variant pages and show them to a different group of people yep. and see how the two uh, groups of people perform. With SEO testing, you don't split the audience, you split the website. Because there's only one Google, or Googlebot, and so you, you don't want to cloak, you don't want to create duplicate yep. content, you don't want to whatever. So what you do is you, it only works on large-ish websites, but you, for example, imagine an e-commerce site with a thousand products. You might take your hypothesis and apply it to 500 product pages oh, and leave yeah. the other 500 product pages unchanged. And then the statistics, the maths is a bit hard, but basically out of that you can build um, statistical confidence of whether your change was a good idea or not and roll it out to the whole website. We're in our hypothetical shop online. With a closed shop, would I do one set of socks against another set of socks or one brand against another brand? Uh, so actually we, do, we tend to split it randomly. So oh, okay. if you've got enough of those pages, you just split it randomly. Isn't it 7,000, the, the, the level for uh, statistical we, confidence? No, we, so we talk about, uh, it's, it's all rules of thumb in this kind of testing, but we, we figure that if you, it's more about the organic traffic you get. So if you get 1,000 plus organic visits per day, from the search engines uh, to the site section you want to test on, then you can run statistical okay. significant tests. So um, yeah, there, there's a bit more to that. You can, you can do more advanced things, but basically we're splitting those pages at random and then applying a bunch of statistics to, to what happens and figuring out if that was a good idea or not. Brilliant. So that's okay. SEO, SEO testing in a, in okay. a, in and a so nutshell. Now, now we've got SEO testing on one side, CRO, AB testing on the other. Right. You bring them together and the two sets of working people fight like tigers <laughs> well, so the, the, and lions. I think normally they're just quite independent in my experience. Okay. You know, so. I mean, I, I, the, no, I mean, I think we do want to bring them together. And yes, there is all kinds of conflict. But up till now, they've been quite independent. Yeah, right? okay. so, so most, I think most teams are independent. Yeah. Most agencies do one or the other. Yeah. Certainly for any given client, uh, you know, you, you're probably doing one or the other. But what we, where we start from on a theoretical basis is, well, theor theoretically, we're changing the same thing. Right? We're changing the yeah. website. Mm -hmm. And so it, all of these hypotheses can affect both, yeah. almost all. So obviously there are, there are some SEO changes that are very unlikely to affect conversion rate. If you're doing something uh, to the HTML behind the scenes that mm. the user doesn't even see, yep. probably not gonna affect Schema conversion rate. Up, for example. Precisely, that kind of thing. The user's not even gonna see it, it's not gonna affect conversion rate. Yep. Similarly, there are some conversion rate hypotheses that don't affect SEO, if it's, for example, on a logged in page, right? Mm. So deep within the checkout flow, everybody's logged in this, by this point, Google mm. doesn't even see that page, it's yep. not indexed, that's probably not gonna affect the search yep. performance. Everything else, basically every CRO test on an index page and every SEO test that is user visible potentially affects both. And so, yeah, so what we then said was uh, we want to be thinking about full, full funnel testing. And um, so this is what we called it was uh, essentially to say if CRO testing is all about broad opening the bottom of the funnel, mm -hmm. so letting, letting more users through, okay. and SEO work, but SEO testing specifically is about opening the top of the funnel. Don't you just get a bigger funnel? Well, that's the idea, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, basically, we're, we're, we're essentially saying, can we just make the funnel bigger? Uh, and, um, and that can be either opening the top or opening the bottom of both. I feel um, really stupid. Uh, no, it's, it's, this, is, this is the thing. So, um, and so what we essentially said was, uh, so you could just do it totally independently, but that would take yeah. a very long time. You'd have to do them sequentially, blah, blah, blah. Could we run these tests at the same time? Okay, yeah. Um, and I mean, the reason we hear the punchline is yes, we could. <laughs> uh, and um, what that essentially looks like is the SEO test, just like I described it, yeah. so uh, splitting the pages. But then, once when a user lands on a page, you cookie that user, and then you give them the site-wide experience that corresponds to the page they landed on. So if they landed on a control page they see the control experience site-wide. Mm -hmm. If they landed on a variant page, they see the variant experience site-wide. 
I think that's pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. It's also, I think it's probably a better way of running SEO tests full stop yeah. because there's no risk of that jarring experience yeah. when you see one template on one page, different template on a different page. But don't you then move into personas? Uh, well, so it, it essentially is, but we're, we're still approaching it from a statistical standpoint. So we're but, I mean, sorry, once, sorry, once you've got your statistics in, right. you can say, I've got a persona and I can identify Yes, fairly quickly. There is a, I mean, a lot of conversion am I, am I rate, no, a lot of conversion rate work ends up in personalization okay, yeah, yeah, or, point, or, or persona point. or whatever. So it totally could go down that route, but unlikely to be that from an SEO perspective, of course, no, because, sure. I mean, Googlebot can only have the one persona, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> and it's not very interesting. <laughs> right. And so uh, what, we're, yeah, what we're then doing is we're saying, okay, the, the SEO test runs essentially as it always did, but we're getting incremental information, which is conversion rate of template A and template B. Okay. And so uh, we've done this, right? This is live, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, and what we see is perhaps, I don't know, surprising or not surprising, depending on your point of view, there are some things that are good for both. There are some things that are bad for both, but there's also some that are good for one and bad for the other. And distilled know which ones are which. And well, now we do. are they sharing the secrets? Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we definitely do blog it. We, you know, we, we have these uh, case studies, but some of this stuff is um, obviously Client confidential, than we, we just work on, yeah. the, on the specifics. But the um, the thing there is, what do you do? So what what do you do if you've got? We, we had this example. We had a, uh, a client who had a had done a bunch of user research, uh, had done a, a redesign mm. of a bunch of key pages, uh, and they were testing well for users. Um, we got to run the SEO test, and it was strongly negative. And we said. You know, we're not telling you what to do, we're just giving you information. For your information, this new thing that you want to roll out is going to be you know, minus 20 to 25% of your organic traffic on these, on these specific landing pages. And then they sat down very quickly. And they say, well, okay, we need to make a new plan. And, but the new plan doesn't have to be, let's just scrap all this work. Okay, yeah, brilliant. What we did was we said, well, let's evolve it. Let, let's take, we have a hypothesis about why it was good for users. Mm. Right? Why did users like this new redesign? We have a hypothesis about what's gone wrong on an SEO perspective. Let's try and mitigate the SEO problems while retaining the, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, you know, the, the user experience upside. Uh, and so after a few iterations, you get something that is good for both, or at least good for one and neutral for the other. Uh, and you roll that out. And so uh, we're, we're kind of seeing that we think you can kind of get ahead of your competitors just by not screwing up because most people are deploying stuff occasionally are deploying yeah. things that are anywhere between 10, 20% negative. And if you just never do that, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. I mean, and you've got, I mean, for, for me, I, I keep reminding my, my clients, everything's relative, especially in SEA. I mean, totally. Yeah. I mean, competitive webmastering. Your right? quality score is complete. It, 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 your quality score is three. It's not because you're necessarily really, really bad. It's maybe that your competitors are good. Uh, and you we're you don't have to outrun the bear, you just have to outrun the guy you're with, right? Um, oh, yeah, that a real, a real it's thing? It's a punchline to a joke, I think, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I told it in reverse order, never mind. <laughs> My sister used to do that. She'd, she'd tell the punchline first, and they yeah. go, oh, no, 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 I've written the joke. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember where we were now. Um, oh, we've actually got through pretty much, pretty well, much all well, of it. We can go deeper into any of these bits. They, no, what, 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 sorry, what I was interested then in is, is where are you going to go next with it? I mean, right. because. I, I think we're all agreed in the SEO world. I mean, I don't consider myself to be an SEO anymore. I'm more of a digital marketer. People sure. ask me about CRO. Don't know much about it, but mm. I'm trying to learn. Yep. Um, we, we're, we're all having to look at a, a bigger, wider range. More holistically, I guess. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you, holistically. Great word. Where What's are we going to go with it? Well, so I think, I mean, I guess tactically where we're going is just more of this. You know, this, we've done a bunch of these tests, but when we have a good number of clients and customers doing it, yeah. but the market is big. There is a lot of opportunity to just do more. Like yeah. We just want to take, keep spreading the word, keep doing more of this, get it on more sites, get the capability in more places, run more tests, learn more things. Um, 
zooming out a little bit, I guess, from a kind of theoretical perspective. So, as I said, the motivation for doing this was realizing that the question is hard. Yeah. Right? That, uh, humans can't hold all the bits of information. Uh, even if we knew the algorithm perfectly, you couldn't just do it in your head. Uh, no, and, uh, in, you know, in, the, in the series, I think it was Lexi Mills who said you can only hold three pieces of information. You add the fourth and the whole thing goes Everything right goes out away. the window. And, and you know, 200 odd ranking factors, you, you yeah. can't do that math in your head. This, this is not a thing. So that was the motivation at the beginning. But it's getting more complex because mm. Google is going all in on machine learning. A machine learning built algorithm is e probably even less explainable even more complex than a human-built one with 200 ranking factors. So it's getting more and more necessary, we think, from the Google side. That's one part. Uh, there's also this move of Google thinking more explicitly about user experience. Yep. Yeah, and they, I mean, they've been talking about this forever. Even go you know, 20 yeah. years ago, right back to the beginning, they were talking about the best result for users and so yeah. forth. But you're but it's, but it's they won't really do Well, no, it. no, they, they wanted to. Yeah. I'm not saying they weren't lying about that. They, that was the objective. No, they yeah, wanted to do, but, but they weren't. But they able. just weren't actually doing that yeah. at that point. But uh, there's two or three things that have moved them in that direction, I think. So you look at the evolution. So you look at something like Panda. So the Panda update was machine learning to identify signals that correlated with things users liked. Okay. So, so, so they weren't necessarily, uh, my understanding of it is, at least, is that they, um, they generated a load of training data. So they had mm. people rate websites. There was the famous uh, Panda questionnaire okay. that was um, uh, thing, questions like, would you trust this website with your credit card details? Yeah. Does this website look like it was written by an expert? Are there obvious errors? Th those kinds of things. Uh, and what they did was they, they took that training data mm. and they built a machine learning algorithm to predict the answers to those questions by just looking at the website. So essentially, yeah. they taught their machine human yeah. preferences, I suppose. Uh, and then they used that as ranking factors. That was Panda. Yeah. But then but th there's kind of increasing evidence that they want more and more of those things to be mm. direct ranking factors. So, uh, okay. you know, bounce rate back to the search results, yeah. for example. There's evidence that that has a short-term impact on rankings mm. directly, as in yep. not just like you've made a website that is better and therefore it does better. Mm. It's like, no, it has a higher is bounce rate. It, so is therefore, this distilled data that tells us? No, no, that, other people have done those okay. studies. So the, the, there's uh, the broader industry studies mm. on, on this kind of thing. So there's that. There's the fact that they've, uh, you know, they have all of the Chrome usage data, yeah. uh, you know, the, all of the stuff, focus on site speed. So many of these things mm. are connecting more and more to user experience. Yeah. directly to user experience. And so even without the kind of testing that we've been talking about today, uh, we would have, I guess, the hypothesis that more and more of SEO needs to look like CRO, as in you need to build your hypotheses from what's better for users. Uh, you know, uh, we should make our website faster because it's better for users and therefore it will do better in search, rather than the other way around, which yeah. is, you know, we should do this because it'll make it better in search. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, it's good for users. And so I think that that's all trending in that direction we might be years away from that as a reality. Yeah. But the fact that they already intersect, this yeah. is why we're doing I think I think totally the really interesting point is we might be years away from that already. I mean, a lot of these conversations that I've been having, I mean, it's really exciting. And, yep. and you say, ooh, ooh, and you kind of get the feeling it's tomorrow, but it's not. It, I mean, it's, it's coming it's, coming on the This horizon. is the thing with voice search, it's the thing with image yeah. uh, recognition, it's the thing with translate, all of these things. They're magic now, but they're yeah. maybe they're a bit science fiction. You know, who, yeah. who knows what, what's coming, or, or the adoption curve. Yeah. But with this specifically, we're seeing benefits right now. So, okay, it does, you know, yeah. so like the the kind of the full funnel testing, yeah. we're going to do that right now. We are doing that right now. Yeah. Um, but yes, it ju we just think as these bigger trends come into play, they'll just be it'll just be even more important in the future. Brilliant. Okay. One last question. This is yeah. my silly theory that I just made up while you were talking. Love it. 
Um, you were talking about human beings can't handle, I said, four, more than three things, four. You said 200 for the ranking factors. Sure. You look at Go, and when you ask a great player of Go, why did you make that move? He never says, or she never says, I analyzed. He or she says, it looked better. Yep. And there is this There's artistic, semi-aesthetic, artistic appreciation with experience that mm -hmm. means, is there a place in our industry for those people, those people who have aesthetic, artistic appreciation of what's going to work? Uh, yes, to build hypotheses that you test, would be my argument. Brilliant. Right? So, uh, because, <laughs> because uh, I mean, Go is perfect for this. Yep. I, I've actually never played Go. No. Uh, I play chess very badly. Me? Uh, <laughs> and so I guess if I did play Go, it would be even worse. But um, you're familiar with AlphaGo, right? The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Google's um, Go playing machine mm. learning artificial intelligence. When I think Alpha, they've just built a new one. They've got AlphaZero, which they've learns done another one yes. beyond that, okay. that learns even faster. So, um, right, so take that. Right, so, yeah, so take that example. Um, yeah, so AlphaZero, I think, yeah, can you want to play chess or Go? I know it, just, it, 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 it can just go, learn whatever game it, it wants to. It, it played itself 10 million times yep. over two days and then could beat Alpha Zero, uh, yep. Alpha, Alpha Go, go sorry. The, yeah, the original um, one. Yep. 100 times out of 100. So Alpha Go, which was the previous iteration, yep. even before they got to that point, beat the best player yep. in the world. Probably the best player ever. I, I, th yep. I think, you know, he was kind of uh, seen that way. Yeah. 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 Um, now, there was that fascinating turning point in that, in that series where Alpha Go played a move, and not only did the uh, you know the, the, the world champion grandmaster sat opposite, get, not know what was going on. None of the human analysts watching the game understood why the computer had made that move. Yeah. Like the computer made this move, and everybody says that's weird. We don't know what the computer is doing here, and it goes on to win. Yeah, and then they interviewed it at the end, and the computer said. The computer, we'll not, the computer does not explain itself. Uh, Sorry, yes. that was a very silly joke. No, no, it, but this but is it. We will never know. We will never know. And, and, and um, that comes to the point, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but, but, but you're looking at it and you're going, the guys at Google don't know how it works anymore. Precisely. Um, uh, and that's exactly it. And I think the thing is, you know, it, it's seeing in more dimensions than we can see. It's like, it's like yeah. trying to explain what a sixth dimension would be like. You just can't, you, 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 our brains are not set up for this. And so, uh, you know, the, the answer is it was more alpha goey than the other move, I guess. Um, and, and what that basically means is the computer was like, well, I'm going to win if I play this move, and I'm not going to win if I play a different move. So that's why I played it. There is no more explanation than that, really. It's just this is a stronger oh, yeah, yeah. position. But the point being, uh, we lose human explanation, we lose some of the aesthetic capabilities. They're still useful for building hypotheses, right? We still have to go. We think this will be better because human sensibility, aesthetic, etc. So yeah, that's how you build it. That's how you build a hypothesis. Um, and then potentially, who knows? Maybe further down the line, we get um, the capability of computers to build those hypotheses, right? Maybe we get the equivalent of the crazy AlphaGo move. Okay, yeah. Building a website, but I mean that—that's really? probably a long way. And they're not just stay in bed all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll have robot butlers and whatever, or we'll be their servants. So you know, it could go either way. Oh dear, no, this is getting a bit yeah. But that's brilliant. I really like that answer. Um, the idea that we can have this aesthetic, artistic, human appreciation, which I'm terribly keen on. Right. Um, but it's, but it's actually—I yeah, think it's an input. Yeah. It's an input to the hypothesis, which. I love that answer and I'd like to end it there because it's, it was absolutely perfect. So, SEO is AEO. Thank you, Wilkrich Lowe. Thanks for having me on. Again, I'm still not going to sing, but it's been a blast. <laughs>